Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Lisa, I'm sorry, man. We had a problem, a little problem with the recording and no, that I didn't not. press the fucking button. So we got to record it. We got to record again. So we're going to, we're going to, you know, my wife's going to take it from the top, but we got it. We We wanted to wish you a happy birthday and we want you to know how much you mean to us. And we wanted you to have the best year from what you've said. It was a great birthday. That makes me very happy. And I hope that you have the best year ever. Well, thank you so much. That means the world to me. You will just never know how much it means to me. Love you. Love you both. We love you. Love you too. Love to the hubs too. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, you Drakkar Noir Dirty. To a new episode. You heard that right. That's like a Sadie Hawkins dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is, right? (laughs) I love Sadie Hawkins. Do you? Did you ever go? Uh, Yes. Oh, who asked you? Anne Marie Lacido, I think. And uh, were you glad that she asked you? Sure. I asked Dave Budendeck. Oh, (laughs) Budendeck. Deck. Oh. Welcome, dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, 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 what? It's going to be a really good episode. If you can tell that we're a little bit sick, try to ignore it. Try not to be annoyed by it, because I know that feeling of like, bitch, you're congested. Can you uh, yeah, do something? Well, we made a commitment that we put out an episode every week. I didn't say, say we're not doing that. I'm just no, saying. No, I'm just saying to, the, to them out there, if you're going to bitch about a sounding sick, yeah. suck it. Uh, because again, well, we do it for you. Through sickness and health, here we are. And uh, are we, we def- married? We definitely do not feel our our best. Uh, but here we are, soldiering through. We're gonna have a great show. We're not contagious, so don't sweat it. Oh, that's funny. You're not gonna catch <laughs> anything. <laughs> we are to each other. Yeah. I was a little sad that Shams had to miss the last week of school because he caught a cold. So. That really, truly made me feel blue. I'm pretty sure the little dick gave it to us, actually. Yeah, yeah. And now he's fine. He's tip-top. We're over here. No, not totally. He still has yeah, a little Yeah, true. You're right. He does. He still has a little, he's a little congested. Um, I hope that the wrath that I'm holding inside of me doesn't come out a lot today because I really don't want to talk about it. But, you know. That's what the pot is for, though. Get the shit off your chest, and we'll get to it. We'll see. We'll get to what's really got my wife's uh, panties in a twist. But I want to thank everybody. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for uh, my journal came out this week, and I want to thank anybody that purchased it, anybody that uh, had nice things to say. But I do also want to be preemptive to anyone that hasn't. It's not a book. Or if you have oh, bought it and you've not gotten, so received funny. it yet, yeah. it's not a book. So Albert, shout out to Albert. Our boy Albert was like, I can't wait to read it. I ordered it. And I was like, it's not a book. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to tell people. 
because uh, you you know when like it's a lot of people, right? So you can't really have a conversation with a lot of people. But like there'd be people out there that would misconstrue, and it's not a book. For those that don't know, every day, more or less since Shan's been born, I write him a note. And it's just some of my favorites that I've written to him that are meaningful to me, but I feel like that could be from any parent or any guardian to their kid. Well, if you don't have kids, you can leave it for your niece, nephew. Yeah, for you sure. Could, you could also have your grandparents. One of my girlfriends bought the journal. So you guys, it is one of Tommy's favorite quotes or one of his own at the top of each page. And the pages are then blank for you to write something, a sentence or a whole entry for someone that you love so that they have it forever and it'll indeed be the most precious thing they'll ever own. Yeah, I mean not you. to not to be morbid, but you know, I, I I it's one of the things I really wish I had something like that from my mother. I wish yeah. that I had something to Oh my god, or if I had it from my dad? Yeah, something that I could go back so cute. and just see their, you know, get their view or their outlook on life on certain things. Yes. And uh just, you know, I wish I had something like that. So I really feel like everybody should do it. And again, it wasn't my original idea. Someone a friend of mine actually told me about this on so that's when and I started doing it you know when he's probably three or four months old but yeah i hope you guys like it but you know it's not a well, book if you guys head over to wherever you buy your books i found it on amazon it's also on barnes and noble yeah barnes and noble picked it up which is actually pretty cool because you, that you, is you know you kind of apply and then they pick it up they don't pick everything up and they picked up this so i was i was happy with it and um, we appreciate the love and the support. Yeah, and, you know, just my... Uh, By the way, did we say that that was Lisa Foster and we that was just one of our Patreons that we had just said... We didn't even remember yeah, to that's, explain that's that. that's true. Um, Medicated. So. That's right. That was Lisa Foster. She's one of our uh, day one dirties for sure. She loves my wife very, very, very much. We love her. She's awesome. She's super, super supportive. So shout out to Lisa and New York Lisa. Rick. Yes, Her and hubs. you know, for any of our patrons, if you ever want to be the, you know, uh, the intro on a phone call to one of these episodes, let us know, and uh, we'll be happy to to accommodate. And uh, just a heads up, my kids' book is it's coming along, man, and uh, you know, I think that people ah, are really going to like this it. Big infomercial. Yeah, well, Your yeah. Book, I, listen, journal. man. Compared to some of the other shit out there, we don't ever sell anything on this thing. Well, There's I people mean, that are, are nonstop pounding you with shit that they're selling on their pods. You know, that's not us. But I am proud of it. It's the only reason I even keep talking about it. And I've asked a lot of people to look at it, and they really like it. My launch group, which is a bunch of the broads that listen to this. They all loved it, you know, so I'm real excited. I'm real excited for it, and I'm looking forward to it coming out. Speaking of coming out, I want to give a big shout-out to my buddy Paco, too. Uh, I've all right, let's him. have him on the pod, too. Sure. I've all right. So I've mentioned Paco's name a few times on it. He's the fireman buddy of mine that uh, on Christmas I go down to his firehouse. We give out gifts. He'll take a lot of the toys and the books from me, and he'll give it out to, like, the people in Compton and his community where his firehouse is. And you guys were, like, talking about he's got a reality they show They got a new out. show coming out. That's Dick cool. Wolf. You know, Dick Wolf is the creator of Law & Order. Uh, all those shows, Law & Order, SVU, all those shows. He's now got a reality show, L.A. Uh, Fire and Rescue. Paco's in it, man. Like, I saw the, the reel for it. He's in it. He gets emotional in it, too. So Nice. Yeah, man. So it comes out June 21st on NBC. Nice. So on the on the big boy Keep and it in uh, the family. Yeah, so I hope you guys watch it and uh, shout out to Paco. I know you're going to be great, and I know it's going to it look it look like a real exciting show. Yeah, I can't wait. 
Yeah. I also You're wanna... definitely never going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was going to say I really want to watch the documentary about that family that adopts Not the a family, child. the girl. Yeah, the little girl that's supposedly a demon. She's a little young. She's no, like she's, 35 years old and she's... She yeah. pretended to be six, yeah. but she was in her 20s. Yeah, and she would always talk about she, murdering everybody in the family. And then she... It's a. I want to watch it. I don't know why you won't watch it with I, me. I'm good. I'm no, good. Yeah, I, I mean, you're due for a, something to be forced to watch something you don't want. <laughs> yeah. It's really popular. I, Is it on Netflix? I think so. I think we need to watch it's it. It's Netflix or Hulu. One it's of them. fascinating. Well, speaking of people getting murdered, mm. bro, would you ever go into the ocean again? Oh, that video with the guy getting eaten by the shark? How many are there? There's so many. I yeah, but that he, the most recent is a little crazy because he's very close. He's not far out at all. The, and the one in Hawaii? Is it Hawaii? The one where the guy was like, holy shit. No, 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 no. That guy didn't get eaten. He, the shark just came close yeah. and he got out. But there's the one where the guy's gotten eaten. Alive? Yeah. And the like Egypt one? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Well, we, he wasn't close. He was in the open water. No, but he wasn't that far out, I'm saying. Like, he was far enough where people can, like, literally just see him getting eaten alive. Yeah. You know? Well, and, he was in open water. Those people that were seeing him were on a boat. No, they're from, they're from shore. That, that, that video was taken from shore, dude. No, one, the same one. no, there's two different videos. So... The Russian tourist was in a body of water off Egypt, and he gets eaten alive. Slowly eaten alive. And the woman, did you see the video where she's going, oh, my God. Yeah. No and one, then you see his two feet up in the air. Yeah, no one did anything to help him. No one could. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's definitely, uh, definitely scary from going in the water, I'll tell you that. But, yeah, I would definitely not want to be fucking eaten by a shark, dude. They, that's up there with like the worst ways you could go. Yeah. You know? Well, burning. That's number one for me. For sure. I can't believe you said it. That's number one for me. Well, that should be everyone's number one. I, you think it's Plane everybody? crash? Be, no, that's instant. I mean, well, the, fear like of, the, the, the fear of the fall. The anticipation. I understand. Like, yeah, like I can't even imagine Kobe Bryant with his, like, with his kid. Uh, that's got to be a fucking nightmare, dude. To like, and knowing that you're both going to die and knowing that your kid's going to die with you and you can't do anything. And like, that's horrible. But as far as like terror and pain, I think fire's definitely got to be worse. But from that video of the shark, that looked pretty close second because that was that was he drawn was out. Asking for help, and because drowning's terrible too, right? So like, it's you know a combination of all the worst fears you could have. I might rather get eaten by a shark than drown. I'd rather drown than hmm. get eaten by the shark. Well, you definitely could save yourself if you're drowning. You could end up finding your way to the top somehow. Yeah. If you have a shark, do you see those shark divers? They just punch them in the nose. Yeah. Or they like tap them on the side. Yeah. But some of these sharks, their teeth are down on their bottom of their body, like the great whites or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they've already bitten you. It's a little difficult. You yeah. know? And if they bite you in open water, like you say. It's, then you're bleeding. Yeah, you got two things to worry about. So it's a myth that sharks don't like the way that humans taste because they are chomping away at yeah. many. And they're also coming closer, dude. Yes. Like those are pretty close. All the way to the, the tippy toe of yeah. that Hawaiian guy. Yeah, that one you showed me, that was crazy. That was like, whoa. Now, your boy Joe Rogan said that orcas are starting to train each other to go into the rudders of cruise liners and break them. So they're starting to sink cruise ships. That's amazing. 
So no one is taking me anywhere into the water <laughs> no, at all. That's it. I would watch it from a distance. Yeah. Did you see the shark nursery at the top? There was an aerial shot and all the marine biologists in La Jolla, which is just down here, you know, San Diego, mm-hmm. said that in their 30 years of being a marine biologist, they haven't seen that many sharks in the water. They said shark nursery. That's crazy. Well, I think that the reason that we're diving deep into the sharks and whatnot is we had a plan for this week's episode. It was supposed to be Nima Vand. Unsolicited. He told us that he wanted to come on our podcast to spill the tea, as you people like to say. And alas, something happened. And I think my wife... Uh, Will cont- no longer be fucking with Nima Vand. Oh, uh, see, yeah, she's she's definitely very pissed. I'm hot. She's very pissed, and I think I'm that heated. Now's your chance to I had let told, loose. I had told him, I go, hey, can I DM Andy and tell him that you're the guy, that you're the one, because it it was all like revealed. Well, well, in let, well let's back up. Let's back up again. It was unsolicited, correct? He reached out to yeah, you. Yeah. So in the Vanderpump Reunion Part 2, Sheena had mentioned that during Coachella, you know, they're trying to, like, figure out the timeline, and, like, that during Coachella, Raquel had mentioned that somebody close to them that's a reliable source, and this being Nima, but they never said it on the show that it was Nima, let Sheena know that, like, Tom was leading on to the relationship being an open relationship so that Tom Sandoval could, like, make... Raquel comfortable with the relationship that they were forming going forward. Got it. So I was like, oh, can I tell Andy that that was you? And he goes, actually, don't, because I want to come and talk about it on the pod. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Okay. I just don't. No, but let's not jump too far ahead. So there was that messaging. And then for whatever reason, he was supposed to come on. And that week he couldn't. And then there was another message to that he really wanted to. And then he was, uh, because I saw that message where, you know, I hope you don't mind if I'm going to come on your show. I also want to air out Shaz. I want to talk about fucking Reza. And I want to talk like, I want to, I got some shit to say about Gigi. And I got, so like he was, you know, I got some shit that I need to get off my chest. So we're like, all right, you want to, you know. You, you know, if he your balls dropped, so. you know what I mean? You got some hair in your testicles. All of a sudden, you want to be a tough ass? No problem. No, you he, want to grow up on our podcast and go ahead, be, be our guest. But then, again, but Nima, Nima he flaked always, again. But Nima always says that stuff. Like, yes. he, he always says, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm yes. going to do that. I'm going to go crazy. But he's really yeah. a softie. Yes. And, you know, I like, I would prefer that than some guy that's a total dick. But what he was doing was rescheduling. He was rescheduling and flaking like last minute. So it got me really pissed off too, because it was a lot of time that I was carving out. And any given day, I am juggling more than I am cut out to juggle as a woman. And and listen, to call spade so. a spade, we have other things going on. When you hear that that's going to be going down, then that's that week's episode. Like Forrest Gump, one last thing. You know what I mean? It's not something that you really have to worry about because we have that content for the episode. And then when you last minute say that you're not going to do something, you have to scramble a little bit to come to... Well, he he went to do the Duracell commercial with Ariana, Okay. okay? So he flew into town and he told me like, 
hey, I want to reschedule, but only let me tell you the reason I'm flying to LA to do a Duracell commercial for Vayner. I was like, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Of course you can reschedule. And you are. And I I really was. I heard that conversation. Yeah. You crushed it. Da, da, da. So before and after. So of course I'm going to understand if you're taking a last minute trip across country. All the while, he was planning to talk to Sheena on Sheena's pod without telling me until five days later. Yeah. So that is why I'm pissed and I will remain pissed off just because he's made it it clear that Nima does what's good for Nima. And that was just shitty and selfish and shysty and that's it. And and like then tell me so that at, at least Tommy and I have... 40 to 72 hours to try and line up something else. Something else, else. yeah, for sure. Now, now, don't get me wrong. He scored a lot of brownie points with me for when we went to New York and we did our shows. He hosted one of the shows. Emceed. Yeah, he emceed it, which was cool, which was awesome. And he did a great job. He did an excellent job. He's a natural. Yeah, so I appreciate him. I appreciated him doing that. But then you lost a lot of those brownie points when you do something like this. You know, again, he was in L.A., you know, and you can't tell me that you were so fucking busy you couldn't do the pod while you were here, you know what I mean, for well, an hour. Well, I could I could see him easily having to go straight to an airport, but when he got back to New York, he went and met Sheena. Yeah. Also, so yeah. very shitty. Yeah. For, for as far as what he had told me. And not, I wasn't, at, yeah, I, and I wasn't, not at all having anything to do with Sheena, by the way, because she had nothing to do with it. No, she's doing what she, yeah, to, yeah, she's got a pod. She's trying, if he's telling her, I got all this juice, it would be, she'd be stupid not to try and have that on her show. You yeah. know what I mean? Speaking of Sheena, when she, Shams and I were getting ready to go to Summer's birthday, but I had to do open house instead, I hand gift wrapped like the sweetest little bows for Summer. Where are they? idea kid i think that shams might have destroyed i wouldn't put doubt it he got really jealous because i was gift wrapping them yeah, one by don't, one you don't like that he was like really mad you don't like really that. jealous yeah he don't really like territorial that. i think he might have shoved him in the trash um, i mean it was a really nice gift and i spent a lot of time gift wrapping that sucks i know hopefully i'll find it somewhere yeah, so, you know, it sucked. Sorry, I definitely pissed my wife off. By the way, I, I ended up listening to his podcast episode to see if the way that they were going to talk about it wasn't anything like how our conversation was going to go, mm. just because my whole approach is different and I'm not, you know, it was... And then I heard him say, completely out of context... Was it juicy? No. Okay. So he, he was kind of t- shooting beans a little bit. Well, I'm just saying, like, our conversation that we would have had would have been different than the way I imagined it when I heard it with her. My point is that he said about his sister Mona that she was, quote, super dishonest and super disingenuous on Shaw's. Okay, why? And Sheena wasn't even asking about her. Yeah, why would that even come up? He didn't come up. Okay. I'm surprised. He should be kissing her ass, bro. He got she got her lined up with Gary V, bro. You know what I mean? He uh he should be kissing her ass. So why did he say that? I don't know. Well, again, he got on Shaz. Because of his sister. Because he did the same thing though. Like, no, like no, he, he was his sister was cast. Yes, and he kind of you, you usurped her. 
Like he, yeah. yeah, he was, you know, doing the same thing though. You know, it wasn't like praising her. It was kind of like, ah, oh, fuck her, bro. What about me? You know what I mean? Well, they came into the Big Bear weekend together and he had his rosé lanyard, you know, yeah. and his like, you know, rosé all day and his one piece ski jump, but ski bunny suit, you know? Well, he told me that, you know, he auditioned for Shaz when it first came out and got yeah. denied and he couldn't watch the show after because he was heartbroken. And, you know, what a shitty show it ended up being at the very end. (laughs) (laughs) And not because of him, just because he was talking about some stuff about Shaw's at the end, which I thought was so spot on in the sense that we weren't friends anymore. Like the things that Andy would say, like the way that the last the Zoom reunion was so dark and like. I was watching the reunion of New Jersey, the most recent one. And the same thing. I and think. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, because Golnessa and Destiny were so together with Reza or, you know, up his ass. Okay. okay. Um, and they so wanted to see me get taken down 100% because they thought it was going to be an, a, like changing of the throne or what do you call it? Like a passing of the guards or something, which it didn't because it wasn't going to work and it didn't work and the show ended. But because they thought that, well, I mean, you have have someone like Elisa Foster who, you know I mean? Like she's going to have trouble sleeping tonight because she got to talk to you. No offense. There's nobody like that with destiny. Let's take a moment to check in with ourselves. How would you rate your relationship with yourself lately? Whether you're feeling confident and you want to explore your innermost desires, or maybe you feel like you need a little boost in the self-love department, Dipsy's Sexy Audio Stories are here to help. They have all types of oral pleasures to explore, oral like your ears, not what you were thinking. Oh man, I was going to say. But actually they have that too. What? If it's what you're into. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances and hot and heavy hookups. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax, and unwind or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash the dirt. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash the dirt. Dipsystories.com slash the dirt. It was basically how Reza and I were in such a bad place. The girls were not going to try and fix it. Mike did his best to try and fix it. Well, I think that the show, the essence of the show was the relationship between you and Reza. So the second you guys had a little bit of a falling out, both those girls saw it as an opportunity as to now become queen or, or the kingpin of the show from the girl standpoint. The thing with Mike is he's always got enough shit going on with him that he tries to play, you know, be nice with everybody so that when the, the spotlight comes back on him, people will not be too mean because he wasn't too mean to you. You so, know what I mean? So by the time that Nima joins the show, yeah. 
there was so much contentious crap. Yes. It wasn't season one, two, three, four, five, six, and... Mm, and and in my opinion, Nima was pretty gutless when he first came on the show. Oh, one through seven was pretty okay. Nima's first, you know, his he was pretty gutless. Like he didn't stand up for himself. He just wanted. He was so happy to be there that he kind of like tried to appease everybody. And that's the type of show, uh, you know, in reality TV is the type of thing where you kind of have to, you got to stand out. You can't. Well, but the thing is, Nima would get hurt. He wasn't that strong. It wasn't that he was gutless. It was that he, it would bother him that they would make fun of him for driving a Lexus. So it was, they really made fun of his car and, his and teeth, he took it. Like he went and got his teeth fixed. No, yeah. he didn't have the teeth in the beginning. Yeah. That was the next year. But, but like, they made fun of his teeth. For like, I don't, I don't think it's a pro. I mean, either, either I'm not a dude and I don't know that they shouldn't have made fun of his car, but like Sherman and Mike and Reza making fun of his car is funny, right? It's yeah. funny. Yes. It's not a big deal, but then he took it to heart. So he didn't like it. Yes. So it didn't work. Right. So long story short, I felt bad for anybody who came along to do Shaw's at the last season or two, because it was just not, not. Yeah. And the reunion, the new Jersey housewives reunion that just aired this week. Holy shit. That show was the same thing. It's like Teresa Judice is just going down like it's like watching a, cr a crash test dummy just over and over. Every single thing that comes out of her mouth is so bad for her and Louie bad for Louie and Andy's doing such a good job these days. Like he's asking all the questions that he should be asking. And so like he's bringing it out of them and like, they are just making it so bad for themselves. But more importantly, yeah, I just saw a few headlines and it sounded like it was real toxic type shit. You and know what I mean, yeah. And it's going to be even worse because next week in two days, we're going to see the final one where all the men come out and, and like Louie, he hired that Bo Deedle friend of his, and that Bo Deedle PI did do something to hurt all of the people's children on the show, like Margaret Josephs, and we're going to have her on the pod, by the way. All these people are, like, getting, their kids are getting phone calls because of him. Like, she's, she, they lost, they lost it. They lost their mind. And not to forget all that, bro, you know, the... The Gorga and like they're, they're brothers and sisters, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's your nieces and nephews. They're cousins. And like, they're, you're, you're going to destroy family relationships and family dynamics for television or because TV got in the way. You know, it's one thing if you don't get along, but it's another thing when it becomes to the level of disdain that they have for each other now. Cause like, it's almost impossible for you those cousins to hang out. You know oh, what I for mean? Sure it is. It's they're, like, they're, at, they're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's sad, dude. That's sad. The show is on pause now, New Jersey, because all of the other girls are considered ancillary to, to them too. To them too. Like you and Reza. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And the way that they're so done, Louie apparently also, stopped showing up and answering phone calls for one of his employees, which is Dolores Catania and Frank Catania's son. And that gets exposed in the reunion that we're about to watch. Like you're going to have, imagine Shams is 22 years old, college graduate, and he starts working for one of your best friends. 
And then one day, like they shut, they close shop, and your best friend doesn't even tell Shams. Yeah, I, like I, I said, mean, it's all go very, ballistic. No, it's all very ballistic. toxic stuff, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's all. Oh, and they keep on saying that Louis is the reason that Teresa is so doubling down because she was bad on her own, but she could have, she was hiding it better, and that Louis is ba- like just really controlling, and apparently he's broke. I mean, allegedly. Yeah, and and just being completely transparent because I believe that it's important for us to be transparent here on this podcast. But you know, I had a uh, a meeting slash call today with someone that you know is in production for shows and whatnot, and we're thinking about putting a show together. But I don't want to do that type of reality television. You know, it's not. I don't want that salaciousness. You know, and now you look at Vanderpump had you know that was the highest ratings that they ever had in Bravo history. So they're just going to continue to double down on that type of thing where they're looking for, you know, stuff where their lives were destroyed. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, unfortunately, and I'm not faulting Bravo. You know what I mean? Like people are watching it. People are why that's their business and people are watching it. And that's, what's putting money in the register. But at the end of the day, I don't want to be a part of that. Like I'd much rather when I I laugh, when you always used to talk about like uh, Nick and Jessica and the chicken of the sea and Mm -hmm. simple life like that to me is funny reality television, because that's something where I don't need to see every episode, but if I catch one, I might watch them all because that was entertaining. The stuff they have now, man, like, I don't need to see cousins and fucking, like, I I don't need to see that. That pain. Yeah, that type of shit. I'm so glad you said this. First of all, you and me are known for being real and funny. So all we have to ever do is just keep doing us, which is, you know, talking about stuff that we're really doing that most people aren't talking about that are going through it together and laughing at it. So like, but, the, but the concern is, is there a market for it? Is the other uh, network is, uh, are they going to be like, Oh yeah, let's put this on. They got them. You got your mother. You know what I mean? That like, the, or is it nah, man, we need to see somebody fucking go, you know, going to jail. We need to see well, someone. No, no. Bravo. I don't think Bravo would put that kind of a show. Yeah. On. No, not, all. Yeah, but there's of but course there's markets. For no, it. but I'm saying that there's a spillover e and stuff like that. But there is a spillover. You know, you see the type of success that this Vanderpump had. Now all the other networks might be like, we need our Vanderpump. How are we gonna have Peacock, that? Peacock probably. Who, who knows? But but uh, here's I, the thing, the and the Vanderpump scandal is because she was continuing to fuck her friend's boyfriend and confronting her and hugging her and consoling her. It came out that while Ariana was at out of town at a funeral for her grandmother, that Rachel, her friend is sleeping with her boyfriend of 10 years in their bed. I mean, yeah, shitty things. they caught it all. It's a big story. And people just wanted to know like how come Rachel is so deadpan and lifeless and emotionless when everyone else is breaking down around her. That same conversation that and I she's had. she's smiling and laughing and giggling because she's in love with Tom. They actively produce another show that's on right now on Bravo. And we had the conversation today and we were in agreement that the reason they think that it, it, this really popped off and resonated so much was that there was no layover. There was no drag. 
There was no chance for it to... We don't have to wait a year. Yeah. Like Jen Shah, what she did, if that happened in real time, probably would have been just as salacious, but it was, there was a leg. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they're going to think of, you know, doing that type of thing. Uh, well, they just want to probably turn it over quicker. Because the producer made the comment about Erica Jane, that the whole thing that went down with her husband, if that happened when it really happened, she was like, that would have been just as crazy. Yeah. But it didn't happen in real time. There was such a layover that people get, you know, they forget and like the internet and the blogs come out. So by the time you actually watch it, people already have their opinions formed. So it was just a perfect storm in their favor of why it was so, you know, such a phenomenon. So this week I'm going to be on Jeff Lewis Live with Dr. Donna. Mm. Um, she's going to come back on the pod in July, you guys. So Shout out to Jeff Lewis. He got his own station now, too. He's got his own channel yes, on Sirius. Yes, That's I'm awesome. I'm going to be on the after show with um, Julie and Brandy on Tuesday. So after I do Jeff Lewis Live, I'm going to do the after show with them. If he was smart, he'd give you your own show. Well, I think we're getting there. I did record something for the after show. Oh, look at you. Yeah. All Remember right. for Alyssa? Okay. What else is going on this week? I know I have my mom. So my mom is coming back. She called today uh -oh. and she's like, can you pick me up and bring me back? So tomorrow we're going to go do that. Oh. And then we've got our kitty um, birthday for our cousin's baby. And then there's some other stuff popping off. What is it? I don't know. I Father's Day is this week. No, that's next week. Yep. But that's not what you, so, I, that's definitely not what you're thinking about. No, I was thinking of weekdays stuff. Yeah. But so for Father's Day officially, what do you want to do? I, I'm good. I'm good. You just, just don't want to go anywhere. No, I want to sleep. I, I honestly, I want to rest my voice. My throat kills me all the time. My my ear hurts all the fucking time. You want to eat a bagel sandwich and I, then pass out. I don't know what I I, I want to do as far as. Uh, you know, if I want to get that shot, but then I'm not going to be able to talk for three months or if I want to, you know, I can't say I want to get the device taken out because I sleep better with no it, way. you know, so I, I really don't know. I'm a little vexed. You got to give it a little more time and pray. I'm a little vexed, but you know, I went for that tr to begin the treatment a month ago at where it's almost a month and it's gotten worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? It hasn't gotten any better. I already know that after talking for this hour on the pod, my throat and ear are going to kill me all night tonight. So... But, you know, it is what well, it is. I hope not. No, it's, I, I know it. You know, it's just, like I said, anytime I have a little bit, I talk a little more than normal. Well, today um, you didn't talk at all because we weren't speaking. So hopefully you didn't, and you slept a lot. So hopefully today you don't feel pain. Well, I, I didn't talk because I was also conserving for the, I knew I was going to have to talk on the pod. So that's cheerful. Well, has anything on here been really cheerful? No. Yeah. It was just a dark, dark episode. Uh, no, but, you know, we've been spitting facts, spitting knowledge, spitting facts and knowledge. We might have time for a question. Uh, yeah, we had a few. I figured this is what we do since Nima fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> How long should you grieve over a breakup? My roommate broke up with her boyfriend three months ago. She's a little younger than me in her early 20s, and she's still depressed over it. They were only dating for less than a year. I would not care, but she's not doing her share of the chores. She's also upset, and I feel for a heartbreak, but when is enough time that I should say something? The best way to get yourself out of a funk is to be productive. Even if you're feeling depressed, the best thing to do is take a shower. But it's not her. I know, but it's the, the chores that she, her roommate's not doing. Yeah, so like how does she... So when's too when's too too well, long she needs to tell her roommate no matter how down you are 
Nothing is better than taking a nice long shower. Get <laughs> your, out the garbage. <laughs> get your shit together. And you can't stop doing chores because it'll you'll literally feel strong as you are. Yes, as you are reaching yeah. and sweeping up that terrible, disgusting environment that you've been created. Yeah. It's like when I... Why don't you throw all those tissues away? When I, <laughs> Yeah, like better. today I did that to you. Like I like to do your nightstand for you. When I'm looking at something, just sitting there, I'm like, that doesn't need to just pick it up and take it to the sink or whatever. Like that actually in real time makes you feel better. But it's different with roommates because, you, you know, with a roommate... You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to pick up after your fucking roommate, dude. No, absolutely not. Uh, you tell your roommate, yo, Yeah. I know you're depressed and twisted, but you can't let this place look like dog shit. It's depressing. I, <laughs> I promise you'll feel better if you start taking, push a mop across the floor. Listen, it will I, make you feel better. I agree with you, dude. I, I agree, I think. And, and I... That's not something I would let go that far. You know, it's one thing if we're like real close friends that moved in together, but I feel like she would have said that. Like she was pretty emphatic that it was a roommate and they're a few years age difference. So like at that point, it's like, listen, I feel bad. It sucks, but you know, it's fucking three months. Get your shit together, bro. You got to go through the motions of doing all the positive things. If you're emotionally, you're going to stay sad. You're going to stay blue. To some extent, that's out of your hands, right? That's out of your control. But what is is in your control is getting exercise, getting fresh air, taking a shower, getting dressed, keeping your house in order. And even if you want to be messy again afterwards or go plop down in bed afterward or still feel a little blue, that's part of life. You know, falling in love and having a bad breakup is something that we all have to experience. But you're just making things worse by not pushing your friend to bathe and clean and maintain the basics. Okay. My sibling is engaged. I don't trust her fiance. He's always shady with his phone when I'm around them. She does not mind and she says she trusts him. Should I share my concerns with her because I think he's cheating? And if so, how can I approach the topic delicately? Is that you, Ariana Sandoval and Kel? <laughs> yeah, bro. If 100% if you're being shady with your phone, that's a red flag. But if a sister doesn't care. No, her sister is choosing to believe him because she's engaged and she wants to be engaged more than she wants to hear the bad, ugly truth. I don't know, because like you, that person might just, you know, some, some women Bullshit. are nosy as hell. Like your mother... I could see being someone like, why is he on his phone? Why is they on? Why are they on their phone? And it could be nothing, but you know, you think it's a big deal. Meaning, I her. think I think that when somebody notices, and it's not even her boyfriend, it's her sister's fiance. She's noticing it because she's not emotionally invested. She's seeing it with better set of eyes. Could be, yeah. Could be. Well, she could have been cheated on, and she's noticing the red flags because she's noticed them before. I don't know. Listen, I, I don't disagree. If this is if this is at face value and you could DM us if you could tell be a little bit more specific. But if this no is way, from, man. if it's, this is face he's, value, he's I agree. I, I agree. And that works both ways, man or woman. If you're shady with the phone, something's up. Last question. Um I'm interested in someone who is a close friend, but I'm afraid that expressing my real feelings because I don't want to ruin the friendship. How can I navigate the situation and f assess whether or not it's worth taking the risk? 
Is it a boy or a girl? Doesn't it's a girl. I didn't write down any of the any of the handles. I'm sorry. Let him come to you. But I think they were all women. Mostly women watch the show. I think they were all women. Let him come to you. A girl knows how to bend over and pick something off up off the floor. A girl knows how to be charming and sexy and horny and like do all the things. If he wants you and if you're into it, you've got to like lock eyes with him, maintain eye contact for a few extra seconds and see if there's something there. Let him do it. Don't throw yourself at him. Yeah, I don't know. I Sometimes you get a little too far into the friend zone and then you really can't come back. And also you don't want to be like... It would be like if I was attracted to Shervin. Like, let's say in some weird universe, I wanted, which I don't. But, like, could you imagine Shervin having to, like, turn me down, Tommy? Yeah, I imagine it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my friend is dating someone significantly older, and their family and friends are expressing concerns about the age difference. She's How much is it? She's always confiding in me because I try to be supportive, but honestly, I feel the same way they do. He's like 20 years older. He has kids close to her age. I don't think I didn't think it would last this long, but it's getting more serious. She's saying they might move in together. What should I do without looking like a hypocrite? Girl, that is not your monkey, not your circus. If your friend <laughs> wants to hook up with a guy that's 20 years older than her, and hang out with kids that are her age, then A, hopefully she is living a cushy life with a lot of PJs and a lot of Louis Vuitton and, you know, the champagne is flowing and all of that. Make sure that he is legit a sugar daddy before you go down that road thinking that you're going to end up with some, you know, guy. I mean, if that's what she wants, that's what she wants. I think you're reading into a lot of that. That's not what any I of this. I sure am. That's not what a lot of any of this says. You know, for all you know, it could, they could they they could be really in love. I, I I don't know, man. I feel like that's why you need to be honest from jump. You know, if you've been like championing her doing this or them as a couple this whole time, but really you think it's weird, then you should have fucking said something because you are going to look like a hypocrite if now you have something to say. I think that people should make mistakes, but in the beginning, the only thing I can tell anyone to do is to ask a lot more questions and like, we should make a questionnaire that people, for people before they move in together, like sit down, there's going to be about 50 questions, maybe 30, we can condense it. And it should include keeping your money separate, how much, who's going to pay the utility bills, what's your expectation, you know, moving in together, like try to have a housekeeper. Honestly, chores are the only thing that ruin marriages and living together, right? Because then all of a sudden, like, don't you think our life would be so much easier if we never had to clean up anything, Tommy? No, some people like cleaning. Some okay. people like it. Sure. I'm not saying that we're those people, but some people like it. I'm saying that when you move in together, aside from the cleaning, moving in kills a lot of the romance. So before you do that, make sure you get your logistics in order. And we're going to create a 20-question guide for what people should do. What should it be? It should be who's paying for the bills, what are your expectations? What does a year look like? What does a 12-month year look like? Maybe you think that now that you're moving in together that you're going to be traveling to 
Boston for Christmas. And the other one's like, oh, hell no. I don't go anywhere for Christmas. I actually like to go to Aruba on fishing expeditions. And you're going to be like, what? Yeah, but, but we're I, living together. Like, you should be asking each other, what does 12 months look like? That's already been covered before you move in together. No, so. it doesn't. People don't talk about those things. You and I don't talk about all those things. But you know whether or not you're going to Boston for Christmas if you've been to someone for a, a minute already. You've no, already had a Christmas. No, you don't know if people's expectations change. Yeah, you definitely don't know if expectations change. That's for sure. All right. You got anything? Uh, any, any last thoughts? Um, I'm doing my Amazon live today. If everything goes well, that would be Monday. You could definitely go back and see those Amazon lives stay forever. I'm doing like bra review and I'm just excited for the week, man. I'm sorry you're not, yours isn't feeling well and I just keep praying that, that it'll heal through time. Thanks for tuning in to our sicky little voices and hopefully the energy is, was high and good. If it wasn't, I'm so sorry, but next week we promise. Yeah, next week we'll be feeling better. See you next week, cunts. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.